Everybody, Tom Rizzo here, instructor for the Ivory Tower program. And I wanted to come on today and share a conversation. I was asked to share a conversation that I had with an officer who was seeking some outside input and, you know, an outsider's perspective on his situation right now as he's struggling with the fact that, um, you know, he's in that recognition trap, right? He's doing a good job. He's doing what's expected of him and then some. And he's just not getting the recognition that he feels that he deserves. And it's landing him in a bad place. Um, he doesn't feel as if he's appreciated. He doesn't feel as if he's being recognized. He doesn't feel as if he's getting his fair due. So, you know, I tasked him with a series of questions, as I do. I'm good for that. I, I'm known for that. And I tasked him with a series of questions in regard to... Um, what he thinks, what, what is it that you think you deserve? And rightfully so, he feels that he should be told he's doing a good job, or at least what's expected of him. What, what is it that they want from him? Because to his, in, in his opinion, he's not only meeting the standard, he's exceeding the standard. And all too often, you know, I'm very outspoken in terms of supervisors and leaders, purported leaders that do a poor job at the recognition game. You know, a lot of people get into situations where they become leaders, they become supervisors, they get into leadership positions, and they become somewhat cynical about the fact of, well, I, I didn't get it, so, you know, I'm just going to repeat the cycle of violence. And I say resist that at all costs. Resist that attitude at all costs. But this video is not meant to be targeted at poor leadership. Lord knows I'm never at a shortage for commentary on that. More importantly, this video is to share the message that I shared with the officer uh, of which I was told would be helpful to him. And I certainly hope do not fall into the recognition trap. Do not assume a position that you are working for someone to appease someone. Because all too often what happens is you get to here and then all that is the result of, oh, well, that's where I thought they wanted me to be. But now it's here. Now it's here. And you're chasing a ghost. You're wishing on a star. It's always great. It's always great to set goals and to strive to achieve those goals. That's not my point. What I'm saying to you is don't assume the fact that you are a failure for the mere fact that you weren't recognized for what you've done. So many, so many officers are out there day to day doing a fantastic job. And yes, it's abhorrent behavior to, on a leader to not recognize that. Again, I can't understate the importance of recognition on behalf of supervisors to their officers. I'm just saying don't assume that you're a failure or don't assume that you're an underachiever for the mere fact that you were not recognized. That's a shame. What I say is, why not peer-to-peer -peer supervision? How about, you know, if you see supervisors in your place are bad at that and bad at recognizing, you know, uh, an officer for the actions taken in the field, what is there a policy against maybe you being a peer, okay, to writing an email on your buddy's behalf saying, hey, listen, you know, 
Jim went out there today and did a great job. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but he kicked ass. He stopped a robbery from happening. He grabbed a burglar after they committed their crime. You know, uh, he made a large seizure. He uh, he was able to take a routine stop and turn it into a criminal investigation and look what it uncovered. You know, there's there. I always say we fall all the time victim to made up rules. There's no rule saying that you can't call attention to credit someone else. Where's the rule in that? I didn't say be insubordinate. I didn't say be disrespectful. I didn't say insult the supervisor for missing it or for being bad at what they do. But simply by showing that you're an advocate for somebody else's behavior that should warrant some type of recognition, I find that to be attractive as hell. That's being selfless. That's being very much so team-oriented. That's being empathetic. And that's being just what we should strive to be. And that's just a good person, right? is not making everything about you. I ended the conversation with what are your options? If you feel you're in this tunnel and you feel you're in this quicksand and your career is going down and your you know, overall well-being is just always in the dumps, is that the reality? And if it is, what are your options? The reason why I always quiz people with that is because we have to stop acting like we are indentured servants. It's not true. I'm not a hippie. I always preface these remarks with the fact that I get it. You cannot pay your bills or satisfy your financial obligations with hugs, kisses, sunshine, and rainbows. Understood. Okay, understood. I have a wife with a slew of medical issues. I have four children. I get it. I have a mortgage. I understand how life works. However, however... You and your well-being are irreplaceable. As soon as you really internalize that and you understand that you deserve to be fulfilled, you deserve to come to work and be treated with dignity and respect. You deserve to come to work and if you are doing your job to be treated accordingly, to be treated accordingly. Now, I'm not going to sit there and say that you deserve to have, you know, to, to get a hug and a kiss every time you walk in the door. That's not the reality. And we all know that. We all know that. But we have to stop acting like all of us are in no-win situations and, and, and we're left with no options. When the, when the real, the stark reality is there's always options out there. There's always options out there. So I say this. If you choose to remain as a part of what is causing your own demise, you have to own that and make whatever decisions you have to make to navigate the course and navigate the course to a successful outcome. Define success because it's different for everybody. I never said a successful outcome was going to be that you get what you want. You get promoted, you get the assignment, you get the new car, you get the canine. Uh, that's not my point. What I'm saying is you have to own a stake in your own destiny. It's so crucial. It's so important. So that what you get to the afterlife and that you don't feel as if you just served a 30 year prison sentence. That's not conducive to good anything. I always find it to be the ultimate travesty to see somebody who made it, who made it the career, who had a good career, who had a successful career, who made their impact. And then to what? To end up having this overwhelming fear of the unknown as to what's to come after. 
right? They're a shell of what they were because it was their job that defined them. That's the outcome. We all have a shelf life. I've said this before and I will continue to say it. Make the most of it. I don't mean that in terms of your assignments and your day-to-day activities and, 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 and the candy that, that you end up getting from the administration or the, the arrest that you make. I'm saying get the most of it. Whatever that course may be for you. I love, I adore the criminal interdiction game. But if that's not your game, then find your niche and whatever it is, embrace it, nurture it and grow it so that you yourself feel like you did something. No matter if you get the recognition or not. Because let me tell you, one thing that is for certain in our industry is we're pretty bad at recognition. I think you would all agree. We're pretty bad at it. We have definitely been plagued with insecurities and cynicism that prevents us from acknowledging the actions of others because of fear that we are going to minimize ourselves. It's a shame, obviously. My program is geared to work on that, to show you that there's nothing to be afraid of. The biggest compliment that you can ever be gifted is the fact that somebody else emulates your behavior, okay? And then ultimately, your goal should be that the people get better than you are. That is the utmost, easiest, most, you know, prominent sign of or symbolism of a successful someone. You don't have to be in a leadership position. You could be an FTO. You could be a senior officer. You could be a corporal. Uh, you could be a senior investigator. You can be a, a detective. You can be just, you could be in any scenario, a canine officer that you teach the next generation, whatever the case. My point to you is make your impact. Let the recognition Stay over here. It's great. I want everybody to get recognized for what they deserve to be recognized for. I'm known for doing that in my own agency. Uh, it's the, it's such a blessing to be in a position where I get to recognize others. But it doesn't mean if you're not in a position of a rank or a structure or an assignment, it doesn't mean that you can't do that too. Like I just told you, what is stopping you from sending an email or a message or a chat or a text on behalf of somebody else if you know that they weren't recognized for something? Hey, listen, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Maybe we missed it. Maybe it slipped my mind that somebody did something good. But then uh, one of the coworkers reminds me, oh, yeah, hey, guess what? Remember, so-and-so made that nice seizure. So-and-so, you know, helped that, that, that kid out with that crisis situation. All I'm trying to tell you is think outside the box like I always tell you to do. Don't feel trapped. The, I'm not going to, I never speak in, ult, in ultimates. I never say, or absolutes. I never say no one is ever trapped. There are some people that I'm sure do certainly feel trapped and for a lot of different reasons. And I get it. That could be the reality, but the overwhelming majority of us are not trapped. No matter how we want to perceive it to be, we are not trapped. We have choices. We do. We have choices. They're difficult to face. They're difficult to encounter. And the most difficult thing to do is take a stake of ownership in and the risk of change. Because with the risk of change comes the risk of what? Failure. I get it. But what I am telling you is this, this feeling and this acceptance that we are trapped and we have no alternatives and we're not being recognized and we're going down this tunnel and this downward spiral will only lead to your demise. There, it is not conducive to good energy. It is not conducive to overall wellness. 
And that is what I am out. I am on a mission to do whatever I can do. I don't care if it's one. I hope it to be a million. But if there's just even one that I can affect in a positive way and to and to prevent them from going down the tumultuous ride uh, down into the, you know, the, the, the despair and the darkness, that's what I'm setting out to do. Do your part. Help your brother or your sister officer out if they are going down that road. If they feel like they're not being recognized, well, then do what you can to recognize them. But I always tell you this much. Define what true recognition is. Define what success is. Would you rather know that you made an impact or would you rather a disingenuous piece of paper who says you did a good job? Think of it that way. I promise you, for those of you out there that do wish that you had better administrations and better supervisors and more and people to, you know, exude more leader type behaviors and transformational leader behaviors. I am trying to do my part. You have to do yours too, though. Make the choices, own the choices, own the outcomes. And I promise you, I promise you, the goal should be to feel fulfilled and to see it to a successful end. We all have that end. We can't, no matter how hard we try, we cannot stop the clock. You want to get there with some fuel still in the tank, not feeling as if you're completely shot and completely exhausted. That doesn't do good for any of us. It's just not worth it to get it to that point. Your love, you don't re ever retire from your own life. You don't ever retire or resign from your loved ones. You owe it to yourself and you owe it to them to be the best version of yourself. And I'm going to try and I'm going to continue to try to offer you the ways to do just that. Be safe. Please back each other up. Take care of each other. I am so psyched. I can't wait to see you guys. I'm coming up to Foxborough uh, for Boston, uh, the Massachusetts crowd, October 22nd, October 29th. I'm in Georgia, uh, Polk County. Can't wait. And then I'm in, uh, I'm going to go see my brother from another mother, Kenny Williams, uh, in Hobart, um, Indiana in November. Can't wait. God bless you guys. Be safe. If there's anything I could ever do to help you, you know where to find me and it would be my honor to do that. Be safe.